A little earlier, we were talking about the big news headlines of the week with uh, Global BC Legislative Bureau Chief Keith Baldry. I was looking also at the big business headlines of the week, and none uh, perhaps as big as this one. Meta, formerly Facebook, faces historic drop as stock tanks. That's not one you see often. So no thumbs up from the markets for Meta this week. The parent company of Facebook shares down a bit again today uh, after plunging 26%. On Thursday, 26%. Brett Chang is the co-host of the Peak Daily Podcast, a breakdown of the three biggest Canadian and global business stories in less than 10 minutes. I highly recommend it. You can find it on Curious Cast. And one of the things they dealt with this week, of course, was that bad week for Meta. And he joins me now. Brett Chang, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me on, Ben. Lots to talk about this week, but what a bad week for Meta, formerly known as Facebook. Um, What's the problem? Well, they've got many problems. And so kind of starting with the biggest one is their advertising revenue. So if you use an iPhone, you might have noticed that there was an update made that now when you go onto an app, it asks if you want to let the app track you. Now, the vast majority of people say no, because it sounds kind of creepy that an app is tracking you. But what this has done is it's made Facebook as an ad platform far less effective than it was before, because it kind of relied on tracking you and your behavior to serve you the best possible ad. And now it can't do that for a bunch of people and advertisers are pulling their spend. And approximately, they lost $10 billion over this update alone. How, how much? $10 billion. Wow. <laughs> and, and of course, the stock price plummeted uh, this week as well. I think it was down 26% yesterday. That's right. Down a, li- a little bit again today. Um, they've lost users as well, apparently? Yeah, well, it's becoming increasingly competitive. You know, Facebook used to be the de facto social media platform, Facebook and Instagram. But now you have TikTok, which is increasingly gaining customer share. And then with that customer share, that's more time spent on TikTok versus platforms like Facebook and Instagram. And if you actually look at the Facebook data on the demographic data, it's increasingly aging. And so it's a much older audience on Facebook now. Uh, Many Instagram users are fleeing to TikTok and spending more time there. And so just across the board, they're, they're they're really under siege. So Facebook already appealing to perhaps what is the wrong advertising demographic, at least. Um, I understand from the data collection point of view, this could also hurt the whole meta project. Well, the problem with meta is that it's still a bet. There's no sure thing that the future is going to be the metaverse in which Mark Zuckerberg envisions. And so uh, that is still a gamble. Uh, And then the other thing, too, is that they're spending a lot of money on building this metaverse out, and it's going to take a long time for them to actually start to generate any real revenue from it. And so within this period when they're experimenting and building things, while their core business continues to go into decline, it's going to be very challenging for them. And we'll have to see if they can actually make it free. Now, Facebook's not going anywhere. Meta's not going anywhere. But, you know, it's, it is a precarious period for them. Speaking of precarious, Spotify, more than a spot of trouble uh, these days, not just because of Joe Rogan, but um, what do you make of, of what's happening with, with what had been really the dominant music streaming service? Well, there's a number of artists that are now taking their music, including Neil Young, off of the platform. And their justification for this is they believe that Joe Rogan in particular is spreading misinformation, especially around COVID. And this is their this is their way of protesting that. Now, Spotify is quickly having to adjust because while it might not matter so much if if one artist leaves or two artists, but when you got really big artists that start to pay attention and then start to pull their music, that gives a huge upper hand to other competitive platforms like Tidal and Apple Music. And that could really start to hit uh, Spotify's bottom line. And so before it gets there, they're trying to do a bunch of damage control. And I know that Spotify, I mean, this, a lot of people have sort of pointed to the fact that their stock price was way down or down a bit after the whole Rogan-Neil Young controversy blew up, but it, but it had been in trouble 
before that, had it not? Well, the economics of Spotify are really interesting and challenging in that the music, uh, the music streaming uh, business model isn't the most compelling. And so, you know, you pay a monthly subscription to Spotify and that is distributed to artists, to their record labels. There's a lot of mouths to feed. And so that's why they've really pushed towards podcasts, because if they bring someone like Joe Rogan in to in-house, then they get to earn all of the advertising revenue off of Joe Rogan's podcast. And there's no music labels to give that to, and they're already paying the artists, but they can earn much more on that than on the music streaming side itself. And so that's been a big transition for them. Uh, and it remains to be seen if that's going to work uh, and investors are concerned because revenue is not going uh, up as much as, as analysts thought. Interesting. So you, you, you pay hosts to host shows and sell ads around them. It sounds like a radio station for, uh, for Spotify. It's, it's, it's pretty similar. That's what they're hoping at least. Yeah. Uh, do you think this, I mean, I, I guess the impact of the Rogan, Neil Young or the, the feud hasn't really been seen yet, but what could that do? Could that make matters even worse in the future for Spotify? Oh, well, I think it's important to really look at what artists are leaving the platform. You know, there's Neil Young and then there's really big artists like Dua Lipa. And if a Dua Lipa or an Olivia Rodrigo end up pulling their music from the platform, that becomes a real issue because there are millions and millions of people who want to listen to that. And if they can't do it on Spotify, they're going to go elsewhere. And so you should see a pretty rapid decline in subscription revenue. And this is why Spotify has been doing so much damage control. They're going to start airing uh, a, a message before Joe Rogan's podcast, warning that there might be misinformation in it. That's one way they're trying to appease the artists that are that are removing their music from the platform. Brett Chang, co-host of the Peak Daily Podcast. Amazon, though, on the other hand, is uh, flying high still. Flying really high and supported a lot by their web services business. Despite the crash that happened earlier this year, uh, it's still a growing business and becoming an increasing part of Amazon's overall uh, economics. And so it, their Amazon's doing great, but uh, there are some troubled waters ahead. Uh, and you can see that in how they increased the price of Amazon Prime in the US to $139, which is the first time they've done this. That is, I, and you were talking, um, you were mentioning inflation in the digital space is something maybe we didn't, we know it's going to hit the grocery stores. We know what supply chain problems look like, but you, you were mentioning it's hitting the digital space as well, inflation or at least inflationary pressures. Well, as much as these digital products remain removed from the physical world, they still are attached in many ways. So you can look at Amazon in particular. Amazon had a lot of challenges with the Omicron variant in terms of staffing. And so they couldn't get enough staff in warehouse, which means they had to hire additional staff. And then there's been minimum wage increases throughout the US to keep up with inflation. So even they're getting hit on that. Netflix is the same thing, where Netflix just increased their rates in Canada. But when you think about Netflix and the content production side of that business, they're also having to pay staff more to keep up with rising prices. The materials they use to film these movies are getting more expensive. So almost every business is getting hit by inflation. And even the, even the digital ones that you thought might be, uh, might be able to escape it. And obviously, the costs eventually get passed on to us, the user. <laughs> so That's exactly right. Uh, Brett Chang, co-host of the Peak, Peak Daily Podcast. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much, Ben. Thanks for having me.